Welcome to Conversations with Commerce Trust Company. I'm Chris Shields, and I'm with Joe Williams, our Chief Investment Strategist. Joe, welcome. Thanks, Chris. It's uh, been an active uh, first half of the year, that's for sure. Equities have, uh, have gone a little bit of a roller coaster ride. Can you bring us up to speed? Sure, Chris. At the beginning of the year, we were optimistic on the stock market after that uh, minor little 19.5% decline we had in the fourth quarter of 2018. And so far, uh, the market has been much better than we would have even anticipated. By the time we reach the end of the second quarter, the S&P now is up 18.5%. International stocks, as represented by Europe, Australia, and the Far East, are up 14%. And emerging markets are up about 10.5%. When we look at what was the best area to invest in in the stock market, it was mid-cap growth stocks, which were up 26.1%. And the worst area of the market was small-cap value stocks, which were only up 13.4%. Now, drilling down a little bit more into the domestic market, the worst-performing sector was the healthcare sector, only up 8%. Now, the cause of the underperformance can be looked back on is uh, been the candidates we have running for president and uh, their proposals on going for universal health care, which has really put the pricing uncertainty into the whole health care sector. Now, we do think that trend is going to continue over the, uh, the next uh, 15, 16 months. Now, turning the best sector is consumer discretionary, uh, was up 21.8, and that sector was, of course, led by Amazon, as it has been over the last several years. The best sector was technology stocks, once again, up 27.1%. And, of course, technology stocks, as represented by Facebook, Google, Apple, Microsoft, have been the clear leaders of the market for the last four to five years. Now, that's one reason why we believe international stocks have underperformed domestic stocks over that period. This year, already, international stocks are 4.5% behind domestic stocks. And when you think about it, all those names I mentioned, the leaders in the technology industry are all domiciled in the United States. There are very few large technology companies outside the United States, and that's the reason international stocks have underperformed. They're much more economically sensitive and focused toward financial, industrial, energy, materials, and we think this underperformance of international stocks is going to continue over the next 12 months, and that's one of the reasons why we want to remain underweighted to international versus domestic. Joe, that's a good uh, summary scorecard. Let's return back to the United States for just a second. The market's here. We're, we're at a happy milestone at the moment. We're, we're at a 10-year uh, record anniversary for the expansion. Uh, at the same time, valuations are high. Can, can you uh, tell us what investors might be concerned with? Well, the list isn't short of the concerns of investors I talk to. And, of course, at the top of the list is probably the trade and tariff negotiations were having ongoing with China and then earlier in the spring with Mexico and India's coming up and now we're hearing tariffs on Europe puts a lot of uncertainty on uh, international trade and that uncertainty is certainly showing up in slowing world economic growth uh, 
Uh, we're seeing weaker reports coming out on a monthly basis around the world, and that's concerning uh, investors that we could possibly going into a recession, which we do not believe is going to happen. We also, of course, have the political uncertainty of, of uh, what's going to happen in the elections coming up next year. And we also have earnings, which are not growing very fast this year. After last year in the mid-20% growth for earnings for the S&P 500, we're only looking at 3 to 6%. And people ask, well, you know, how can the market be so strong if we're really not having that much of earnings growth? And the last negative uh, I see out there is the inverted yield curve. So right now, the three-month Treasury bill yields uh, uh, more than the 10-year. So we have this inversion in the yield curve. And history tells us if this inversion continues for an extended period of time, that typically spells a recession is on the horizon. Now, we think that can be eliminated when the Fed probably will be reducing interest rates in July, and hopefully we can get rid of the inverted yield curve. Joe, all important concerns for investors, that's for sure. But I think we've been pretty consistent. I think you have as well that 2019 could still be a great year for for equities. What surprising me, Chris, is the market's up 18.5%, and I wouldn't think I could come in here and say, you know, a lot of the indicators we look at today versus where they were at the beginning of the year look just as positive then as now. We have valuation levels which are far lower than they were, say, 18 months ago for the stock market. And we have the presidential cycle. Uh, the, uh, the third year of a presidential cycle is typically very strong, and it's strong throughout the year. Uh, so we think uh, that can provide strength We also have interest rates have come down considerably. Uh, As we talked about in the fourth quarter, we have the 10-year Treasury about 3.24%, and now that's just a little bit over 2%. We've also uh, had uh, the interest rates as they've come down have presented some very good opportunities now for the stock market. Stocks yield about 1.9% for the S&P 500, but 52% of the stocks in the S&P now yield more than the 10-year Treasury. And dividends, what's nice about dividends is they typically increase every year. So with a dividend, you get a rising income stream, whereas fixed income, you're locked in to that 2% over the next 10 years. That rising income stream is important And just, for instance, if we take an 8% growth of that 2% dividend today, 10 years from now, that would be yielding over 4%. So that will help investors uh, increase their income as time goes on. So with those factors in hand and people still very skeptical of this market, we do believe the surprise is going to be stocks continue to do well. We want to emphasize growth stocks, those technology type of stocks, overvalue stocks going into the future, domestic stocks over international stocks. That was Joe Williams, Chief Investment Strategist for Commerce Trust Company. Joe, thank you today. Thank you, Chris. 
The risk of loss in securities and other investments can be substantial. You should always carefully consider whether investments either entered into directly by you or through Commerce Trust or any financial institution on a discretionary managed basis is appropriate for you in light of your investment objectives, financial circumstances, tax status, your tolerance to risks, and your investment experience. In considering whether to trade or invest, you should inform yourself and be aware of the risks generally. Non-depository investments offered in connection with Commerce Bank are not guaranteed, are not FDIC insured, and as noted earlier, may lose value. Any information provided is for the purpose of general education, information, or illustration only and is not to be treated as the opinion of Commerce Trust Company or Commerce Bank as a recommendation on any future investments or market behavior. Providing this information which may be of value to you or others in the general audience shall not detract from an investor's responsibilities to take all such steps and make all such inquiries as may be necessary or desirable to ensure that you fully understand and are familiar with any potential future investment. Neither Commerce nor any of its officers, employees, or agents have made any recommendation or given any advice as to the terms and profitability of any investment or market activity which may be referenced here. Accordingly, you understand that you are and shall at all times be fully responsible for any investment transaction you choose to enter into, and that you shall not have relied on any of the following information from Commerce as a basis for an investment decision. Please also note that Commerce does not offer tax, legal, or specific estate planning advice, and while we may provide information or express general opinions from time to time, such information or opinions are not offered as professional tax or legal advice. If you are in any doubt about the risk involved in any trading or investment arrangements, or you are uncertain of or have not understood any aspect of the risk disclosure statement, you should seek independent professional advice. Markets, economic forecast, and specific investments can change from time to time based on a variety of individual, interrelated, or complex factors of varying degree. This disclosure statement cannot, of course, disclose all the risks and other significant aspects of investments, economies, or markets in which you may elect to transact from time to time. You should therefore carefully study relevant investment arrangements in advance of making decisions regarding investing.